All right, welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy, is today Tuesday? Tuesday, everybody. <laughs> welcome to uh, MPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If this is your first time watching or you're listening to the podcast replay and you're like, who is this lady? I don't know who she is. What's she talking about? Uh, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of MPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. So things like getting your articles of incorporation. Hey, Margaret, getting, uh, making sure you have EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, uh, making sure you have appropriate contracts uh, so you don't get burned by clients and partners, basic brand protection strategies, hiring policies that go, don't get you sued for discrimination. Uh, I help you do all of these things. If you are wondering why I'm qualified, I'm very happy that you asked. I'm a licensed attorney, have been one for almost 15 years. Um, I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful in business, there are just some things that you need to know. There's no way around it. So that is why I'm here. So if you're in the startup phase of your business and you need some legal guidance, I want you to go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. That is the only link in my bio on Instagram and it's all over my page on Facebook. There you're going to be able to book a free 15 minute, hey, since 39, a free 15 minute consultation if you're a first time client. You're also going to be able to download the free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. Uh, there's tons more stuff happening at uh, Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. Like that's where you can subscribe to the YouTube channel, to the podcast. It's where you can get some of my video trainings, like my EIN training, my Dunn's number training, my operating agreement training. Um, and it's also where you can set up your, your one-to-one uh, -one coaching sessions with me, all right? So there's a lot of stuff over at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. Go check that out. But that's enough about me and my business. Let's talk about the show for those of you who may be new. Uh, the way that the show works is that I pull news from uh, blog sites, news from, uh, I get, I get Google alerts every day, uh, stories that you guys send me research that I do, uh, blog, you know, wherever I find interesting stories that have lessons that we can learn as business owners, I pull them and we discuss them. So this is a conversation. I want to hear from you. I want your commentary. I want your questions as long as they're respectful. Okay. So the OGs y'all know how this goes. But hey, Tayomi, uh, but you know, we all want to participate in here because that's what makes it more fun. All right. So we are going to get started right now. Hey, Nessie time. Hey, girl, I have to check your email. Hey, Inger, everybody's coming in now. Yay. Okay. So first story that we are talking about tonight, um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, in my stories today, I posted a story of a, a handsome gentleman and I asked you guys who is this NASCAR uh, driver? Um, and nobody was able to answer the question. I got one response that said, not sure. Um, if you are a NASCAR fan at all, can you please give me that drag race flag? If you're a NASCAR fan, give me the drag race flag. Um, now, for for the most part, if you... Thanks, doll. You know, I've been doing that cowgirl workout, you know. <laughs> 
Y'all go check out my girl real glamazon Tayobi. She's dope, okay? All right. Yes, Margaret, Bubba Wallace. Bubba Wallace, I believe he is the only African-American uh, NASCAR driver at the moment. There was a story a few months ago where um, he was caught, they found a noose in his locker, you know, at the, you know, at the NASCAR place. Um, and he was, you know, and he was, he was like, this isn't right. He was trying to, you know, he was doing Black Lives Matter, trying to put it on his car. Yes. Well, Bubba Wallace, he is, him and Michael Jordan, oh, thanks, doll. Um, Bubba Wallace and Michael Jordan, they have put together, and they are putting together their own NASCAR team, and I think that that is so dope. Hi, Trista, I am well. How are you, my dear? Thank you for asking. Um, So, Michael Jordan and Bubba Wallace, they are putting together their own NASCAR team, which I think is so exciting. Um, and they are, they, this NASCAR team has a very, uh, they have a very special name. Now, if you remember, hi, Rondi, uh, thank you, Inger. If you remember Michael Jordan's number when he played for the Bulls, please put it in the comments. Y'all should know this. We're all in the same age bracket. Don't make me feel old here. Uh, if Michael Jordan's number, yes, the checkered flag. Michael Jordan's number from when he played in the Chicago Bulls. I believe they actually retired that number for him. But what was Michael Jordan's number when he was playing in his heyday? Let me know, let me know, let me know. Let me know. Yes, Tayomi, 23, absolutely. That is a very special number to Michael Jordan. And they are using it for the NASCAR team. Bubba Wallace and Michael Jordan, they have submitted trademarks for this NASCAR team. Thank you, AP Jackson 23. You heard of their partnership, Rondi? I think that's really dope because we don't have enough um, representation of people of color in the world of NASCAR. Yes, I know you don't. Um, yeah, you're from Chicago. Oh, yeah, you're from Chicago. <laughs> We don't have a lot of representation in terms of people of color in the NASCAR scene. So for these two powerhouses to put together is really great. Thank you for the 23, Trista. Uh, and they are naming their team. I just gleaked, y'all. The 23X1 Racing. So they have filed a trademark application for 23X1 Racing. And as well, they have filed a trademark for number 23 NASCAR so that they can put it right on the car. So they are really putting, Michael Jordan is putting his money where his mouth is. He said, look, I am, I am down for the NASCAR cause. And he is lending his number to the name. Like, now, the, uh, I just wanted to bring this up to you to show you how branding matters. The number 23, it's so important. It's so synonymous with Michael Jordan. I'm pretty sure this team is not going to have a problem getting, you know, sponsorships from companies with people, with someone like Michael Jordan right behind here. And when, you know, you have his number trademarked on your car. So Bubba Wallace and Michael Jordan, Margaret said, excellent. Absolutely. They are doing the thing out in NASCAR, bringing more representation, and they are doing it with Michael Jordan's number. So if you are a NASCAR fan or if you want to become a NASCAR fan, go support this brother Bubba Wallace. You know, go watch out for his uh, number 23 car coming to a NASCAR race near you, okay? All right, so we are moving on to any any questions about that? Anybody anybody have any questions about Bubba Wallace, about what this whole thing is about before we move on? Because this next story is really throwing me for a loop. And Tayomi, if your sister is there, 
uh, you know, tap her on the shoulder because this is for um, for my nurses. Uh, do do I have any nurses in the audience on this evening? Or if you have a nurse in your life that you love, please give me a nurses emoji. I have several family members who are nurses and friends. Um, hi Tanya, y'all are out here doing amazing work on the front lines. You know, uh, I salute all of you. Um, and you know, stay safe out here. So if you have a nurse in your life or if you are a nurse, there is a nurse somewhere in your life that you love or that you know, please give me the nurse's emoji. Okay. Now, uh, Nessie time asks, do the bull, does the bulls franchise have rights to number 23? They probably do in basketball. However, they do not have it in NASCAR. Remember when you have trademarks, you have to trademark within your industry. So while, you know, the bulls may have some proprietary ownership over the number 23, when it comes to the arenas of the NBA and basketball, the NBA is not involved with NASCAR. So they can't really say anything if they want to use 23 in NASCAR. Okay. Does that make sense to you, Nessie? All right. Thank you for the nurses emoji, real Glamazon Tayomi. So, um, if you didn't know, if you didn't know, there is an organization called Black Nurses Rock, the Black Nurses Rock Foundation. You missed it? Okay. We're going, we're going to the next one. Um, if you didn't know, there is an organization called the Black Nurses Rock Foundation. Um, they represent about 174,000 uh, black nurses around the world. Um, and they were founded by a woman named Nicole Moss. Uh, now, uh, Miss Nicole, uh, now, uh, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but for those of you who may be familiar with the nursing industry. Aren't you supposed to take an oath or something, you know, to do no harm like the doctors do and, you know, just do the right thing? Let me know if I'm wrong. Anyway, Nicole Moss, the founder of Black Nurses Rock Foundation, resigned after she pled guilty guilty to uh, health care fraud. Apparently, she was like funneling patients to like a pill farm and it was just a whole big, uh, a whole big to do. She's actually facing up to five years in prison and up to a $250,000 fine. However, uh, Nicole Moss did not step down from her role as the founder of Black Nurses Rock quietly. Uh, she actually, when she left, she had all the security codes, all the passwords, and she shut down all of the online presence of Black Nurses Rock. Thank you, Tanya, for the nurses emoji. So she, she shut down their websites, their social media, anything they had online, Nicole Moss said, y'all can't, y'all can't have it anymore, right? And then she said, if you want me to give you access back to your online presence and your trademarks, and if you want to be able to use this Black Nurses Rock mark, you need to pay me net $90,000, Right? Um, so the Black Nurses Rock, the foundation. Now remember, Black Nurses Rock Foundation, this is a nonprofit. And we have talked about nonprofits before. You cannot own a nonprofit, you can only manage one, right? So anything that is, you know, belongs to the nonprofit in terms of a name, you don't own personally. That belongs to the organization. Nicole Moss, because she was the founder of the organization, believed that she had ownership of trademarks belonging to this nonprofit organization. But that's not how non members of the Black Nurses Rock Foundation 
went to the court and got a restraining against Miss Nicole Moss so she could stop using their uh, black nurses rock and also to get her to, to, to unlock, you know, all of the online presence. Give us back our website. Give us back our, you know, our email address. Give us back our social media handles and stop using our trademark. So, um, this is a very, uh, I, th I thought this was a very interesting case. Facebook is tripping King Tax Services. Okay. I thought this was a very interesting case. One, because you're a nurse. Your entire like profession to take care of others, right? Now, granted, I'm not saying every nurse is an angel. I'm not saying, you know, every nurse is, you know, a perfect person. But for you to have founded this organization that is supposed to support a group of nurses, a group, you know, a, a profession that is a lot of hard work that, you know, d that that provides a lot of services to the public and then because of your own wrongdoing you try and basically like extort them so that you can get some money to pay a little fine because you were caught doing health care fraud i thought was totally outrageous for me now i'm not sure if miss nicole moss still has her her nursing degree or if she had one or not but if i was a nursing board i would sanction her i might suspend her nursing license uh, but in the interim, the courts have given the actual foundation, Black Nurses Rock, a restraining order against Nicole Moss. Now, the question that, um, Margaret Massey said, OMG, that's just wrong. Another blemish for black people. It's not a blemish for black people. It's a blemish for that profession. Uh, Creating Time said her ethical standards are a bit screwed up. Absolutely. Like, um, th this isn't a blemish for black people. This is a blemish for the profession in general and for nonprofits and for people who run nonprofits. I want you guys to remember when you start a nonprofit, while you may be the founder, you do not own it, right? You are simply a caretaker for it. So you, you are not, you can't, you know, dip into the nonprofit funds. You can't go using the trademarks and things for your own personal use. All that belongs to the nonprofit foundation. Just because you founded it doesn't mean that you get to do what you want with it. If that's the case, then you're not a nonprofit, then you need to be a private company. Because nonprofits, when you set them up, they are set to provide a social good, not to, you know, help you in your personal endeavors. Margaret Massey said suspend her license. I believe so too. Um, but in the meantime, she's got this restraining order. So, you know, if you have some black nurses in your life that you that you love, you know, let them know about this story. Ask them if, if they knew about this. Because I have actually, in my group chat tonight, I'm going to be asking one of my friends if she knew about this. But I thought it was crazy. This lady was literally holding this organization's trademarks hostage and their, and their online, their social media handles hostage and asking for $90,000. I, I couldn't believe it. Um, but good luck to her because you about to go to the pokey for healthcare fraud. They don't look kindly on that. All right. Um, okay. We're actually moving very quickly through these stories today. We might have time for some Q and A. So, uh, you guys may want to gather your questions either on past stories or any of the concepts that we cover on here. Okay. Um, all right. Before we move on to our next story, I want to remind you guys that you are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you are in the startup phase of your business and you need some help with the legal side, um, I want you to get in contact with me. 
going to my link, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. There you can set up a free 15 minute consultation. If you are a first time client, you can also set up your one-to-one sessions. If you're not a first time client. Now, if you're not ready for the full one hour session, I do have a talk to me Tuesday special where on Tuesdays you can get a 25 minute session for $25. That is a steal. Okay. Um, also at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, you can find a lot of my video trainings and, uh, excuse me, and subscribe to the YouTube channel where you can watch past episodes of this show. We have over 250 videos on there and the podcast as well. All right. So go check out your girl at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. Now, uh, moving on to our final story of the evening. All my friends who have Apple devices, please give me the Apple emoji. All my friends with Apple devices, give me the Apple emoji. Um, I currently have an iPhone 7. (laughs) I just upgraded from the 6. I literally went into the store and I was like, please give me the least expensive iPhone. Um, thank you, Tayomi. Thank you, Margaret. All right. So we've got, we've got a lot. Look, Apple is everywhere, right? Um, and Apple works in conjunction with a company called Broadcom. Broadcom provides, thank you, King Tech Services. Thank you, AP Jackson. All right. We've got a lot of Apple users here. Uh, now Apple, you know, they don't, they work with a lot of different companies to put an iPhone together or to put Apple devices together. One of the companies that they work with is called Broadcom. Broadcom provides computer chips for Apple devices. Um, and both of these companies have been sued by the California Institute of Technology. If you have heard of the California Institute of Technology, give me a CA in the comments. King Tech Services has an iPad. Okay. I just have my iPhone. That's that's all the Apple products I can I can stand in my life. I can't join the Apple cult and be like all Apple out. I will lose my mind. <laughs> if you have heard of the California Institute of Technology, please give me a CA in the comments, okay? Um, now I'm from the East Coast, so I am used to MIT, not CIT. Thank you, Margaret. Uh, Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Uh, you know, they do big things over there and they do big things over at Ca- um, California Institute of Technology as well. That's all you have, King Tech Services. Hey, that's all you need. All you need is one Apple product. All right. Um, well, California Institute of Technology as a school that, you know, deals with innovation and invention, they come up with a lot of stuff. Um, and, and, and as a responsible institution, they patent whatever they develop, right? Now, patents, remember, they protect your inventions or they protect novel ways of doing things. So um, California Institute of Technology had these patented Wi-Fi data transmission technology. Um, they, they, they developed this technology of patented Wi-Fi data transmission, and it was in chips. And somehow, Broadcom accessed this patented, uh, this patented information of how to make these chips, and they used them to develop chips for Apple devices, iPhones, iPads, whatever else you got, uh, iPods, whatever, whatever you make, right? So basically, Broadcom was like, ooh, let me go see what Caltech is doing, and then they found something, they liked it, they kind of made it, um, they, they used it for their own chips, and then they put it in Apple products. 
So these chips are out in the world using a protected invention that Broadcom did not pay Caltech for. So Caltech, what do you think Cal California Institute of Technology did to Apple and Broadcom? What do you think Cal Institute of Technology did to Apple and Broadcom? What are your options when someone violates your intellectual property? What do you think they did? We talk about this. Um, now remember, this is beyond this is beyond cease and desist because they've, they've, this, this information is already out in the world. These items have already been sold. They're already out here. So what do we think California Institute of Technology did? Hello, Gabe Simeon. <coughs> Sue, yes, King Tax Services. Absolutely. California Institute of Technology sued Apple and Broadcom. Yes, court action creating time. Sued Apple and Broadcom. And congratulations to them. They won. Um, California, uh, California Institute of Technology has won a 1.1 billion. Yes, Margaret Massey, sue them. California Institute of Technology has won 1.1 billion, with a B, dollars for a patent infringement judgment against Apple and Broadcom. Ladies and gentlemen, intellectual property is money in the bank. This school is getting $1.1 billion because someone used their invention without their permission. Now, this is a drop in the bucket for Apple and Broadcom because they are projected to make about $15 billion off of these microchips, right? But they're still going to have to cough up $1.1 billion. Nessie Time said, give me my money. Absolutely. That is what Caltech said. They said, run us our money, Apple and Broadcom. Y'all out here making all the money. We are an institution of learning. Run us our money. So Apple and Broadcom, they have been hit with a $1.1 billion judgment against California Institute of Technology due to them using um, patented information without permission. Nessie Time said, did they ever find out who leaked the info? I, that was not revealed in the article. Um, they probably want to keep that on the hush-hush. Maybe somebody had to sign, you know, some type of uh, non-disclosure agreement. We don't know what's happening behind the doors. We just know that the information got out. Now, it's, it's probably... It, Apple and Broadcom, they're based in California, so is Caltech. I'm sure they have a lot of interns who work between the both of them. Maybe something happened in, in that chain of command, but we don't know the exact um, things that happened. All we know is that Apple and Broadcom used information that they weren't allowed, that they weren't licensed to use, and now it's costing them over a billion dollars. This is why intellectual property is important, so that you can get your money when people are using your things, right? Remember that case we did um, a while ago with the Uggs? The uh, Uggs, as big a company as they are, some little man was selling Uggs uh, shoes and was calling them Uggs in Australia, one little store, and he got hit with a half a million dollar judgment for trademark infringement because of the use of Uggs. Trademarks, pa patents, copyrights, these are money in the bank. When you are going into business, you want to protect your name, protect your inventions, protect your work so people cannot steal it. And if they do, you have recourse. When you have a legal trademark copyright or 
patent. It gives you the presumption of this is mine. I don't have to prove that it's mine because I already have the legal documentation. All I have to prove now is that you stole it and give me my money. So Caltech, as an institute that makes inventions all the time, they're very adept at making sure that their information is patented and protected. So they're out here getting to the money, $1.1 billion, and I'm very proud of them. And shame on Apple and Broadcom for stealing from an institution of learning. How dare you? Your stuff is already expensive. You could have paid for licensing and you chose to steal. You chose to steal. Um, but that just goes to show it doesn't matter how much money you have. Some people just, just ain't right. Some people just ain't right. Um, but I want to hear from you guys. Now, for the most part, it seems like you guys agree with this judgment for Caltech. Does anybody think that this is too much? Does the $1.1 billion too much of a judgment? Um, is it should Caltech have even bothered? What about this $15 billion that Broadcom is projected to make? Should Caltech have, uh, you know, have any ownership over that? Should they be getting a percentage of profits for these phones where chips were used, right? In the future, because the information's already out there. What do we think? What do we think? What do we think? What do we think? I think this was, uh, I actually think they should have uh, gotten a higher judgment. Um, I don't think $1.1 billion, honestly, is a drop in the bucket for a company like Apple and a company like Broadcom. This is pocket change to them. You need to hit these companies uh, where it hurts, and that's in the wallet. Uh, now, Cal Institute of Technology, I'm sure they're not poor. They are a very uh, prestigious technology institution. Um, but, you know, get your money, girl. <laughs> Yes. So, um, those were the stories that I had for you this evening. Uh, it was a very eclectic one. We talked about Bubba Wallace partnering with Michael Jordan for NASCAR, the black nurses rock foundation, uh, and Apple, uh, Margaret Massey said, Nope, not too much. They should get some profits. I think so too. They should get, you know, give me a cute little 5% for every, you know, iPhone or uh, Apple device that you sell. Um, but yeah, but uh, so those were the stories. We Bubba Wallace, Black Nurses Rock, and Apple stealing from institutions of learning. Um, yeah, so yeah. Uh, do we have any questions? We have. Let me see how much time we have. We've got about three minutes before we have to shut down. If you have any questions about the stories that we asked, any information that I did not provide that you have a question about, let me know. Now, please keep in mind. Sometimes if I don't give you information that you need, it's not because I didn't want to. It's just I can only go with the information that I find. And, you know, I'm doing all the research myself and I do it daily. So I have a limited amount of time. I do what I can within, within my allotted time. Um, but yeah, so those were the stories that I had for you this evening. I want to thank you guys for your participation, for helping out, for your questions, your comments. Uh, you guys are such an awesome audience. Um, we will be back here tomorrow with more, with more stories. If you guys find anything, please send them to me. I love it when you guys send me stories. I like seeing my inbox and y'all like, did you see this? Um, what else? Make sure you go to Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. I'm going to be posting some things in the story tomorrow that I need your votes on. Um, we're getting into the final revisions of the show logo. I'm really excited. Nessie and I have been working really hard, um, and I'm really excited. 
but yeah, so that is all I have for you tonight. If you guys are good, we can break. Um, take care of yourselves. Wash your hands. Wear your masks. Um, and I'll see you tomorrow. Okay? Bye. <laughs>